This podcast mixtape is presented by Basic Space, Future Commerce for Generation X. For more on Basic Space, please visit basic.space or download the app on your iPhone. You're listening to Own the Future. I'm your host, Jesse Lee. We have a bonus episode for season one with Sammy Miro. Sammy is one of the original sellers and a longtime supporter of Basic Space, so I'm excited to share our conversation about her point of view on all things vintage and her own brand's growth over the past few years. Sammy, why don't we kick off with how you started SMB? Yes, I will give you the short version. So I started my brand, Sammy Miro Vintage, in 2016, and it really was a passion project when I started it. I have a background in marketing and I used to work in tech, but I always had this creative instinct inside of me. So starting SMV was kind of my project to be able to combine my business acumen and entrepreneurial goals with my creative side that was newly founded. And, um, all of my creativity and vision and fashions always has stemmed from vintage. And when I started SMV, that was the main focus, vintage sustainability. And that has been our basis and our foundation since we launched five, almost five years ago. In uh, April, we have our fifth year anniversary. And just to touch on that, because obviously vintage and circular economy are, you know, very much in vogue right now. And and I think you were definitely one of the people that were in the forefront of that, right? And, and sort of focused on vintage and reworking that and turning that into a label and a brand. Um, what initially drew you to though, the vintage, vintage aspect of it? I started wearing vintage all the time when I was a freshman in high school. I think I was like 13 or 14. And I found vintage because it gave me that opportunity to kind of be on trend with like the cool kids in high school, but also it turned into me just having the confidence and knowing that I was the only person in the world who was wearing the t-shirt that I was wearing that had holes and and sun damage and discoloration. And I used to be like a super, super shy girl. And it was, it's pretty funny that vintage and the uniqueness of each individual garment is what gave me like a boost in confidence in life in general. And uh, it was a long time coming before I ended up starting my brand but it was just always a part of me and uh, the description of my style. And so I knew that when I started to dabble in fashion, that if I were to start a label that I would need to remain authentic and have it start with vintage. Back in 2016, that was a brand new idea. There really weren't any or there were very, very few brands reworking vintage. And uh, so it was kind of an epiphany that I had when I was styling somebody and I uh, sketched out this jacket that was made from reworked vintage uh, Levi's. And it was in that moment that I realized what SMV was and how I could use vintage to create something new and then just spun off from that. That's an interesting note too, because it started as a very early thing and helped you part of your personality in person. And then now it's a business. Yeah. 
Let's actually talk about the business then. So it sort of evolved from personal passion project, styling, then a business. And obviously you're being modest, so I'll do it for you. But some of the most influential people in the cultural zeitgeist, right, are fans of your reworked pieces. They can go on Instagram to look up who they are. I won't say it or, you know, Google. But um, when did that shift happen? Or is it? Be, did you always have a following, right, for people that may not be familiar? Like, how did that happen? Like, what were the steps? So, yeah, I think that it, overall, the business in its entirety has been a slow growth. And I did that on purpose because my background is not in fashion and I wanted to learn every aspect of the business and take my time in understanding that so I could make responsible and um, economical decisions and uh, just be mindful of how every part of the, the industry works. So I took my time in building and growing the business for that reason. And uh, when it comes to the uh, people who have been supporting SMV, I think that the progression is similar. Back when I started SMV and we were reworking vintage because it was kind of a new concept in a way, it definitely got the attention of of some of those girls and guys. But I think one thing that was really helpful for me in the very beginning was that every garment was one of a kind. And these people out there who have several outfits a day that they are wearing and there's so much competition in the industry, they knew that when they wore SMV that they were the only ones in the world to be wearing that garment. So that helped me a lot, I think. Now that we are making actual collections I think the growth that SMV has taken and the way that we have cared about the planet in the process, it, it's a it's a story that people can can resonate with and and have an emotional attachment to, I think. And we are creating a lot of staples right now and like basics essentially, but we do it in a, in a more creative way. So I think the clothes are pieces that every girl would want in their wardrobe, like a tank top or a t-shirt or a sweatshirt, but it's done in a way that hasn't been designed before. So it still has that unique edge that people are looking for. It just dawned on me actually, because we talked about this before we started recording because the next question that I'm going to ask you about is sort of like how you do the same thing with your Instagram posts, right? So for better or worse, you're considered an influencer. Um, and we, <laughs> we, can, we can have different opinions of that. Somebody else laughing in the background too. <laughs> we know the difference, right? Of like sort of someone who's actually creative or talented or has a unique point of view that can impact the world in a positive way. And even Instagram, what's what's interesting is because a lot of people, quote unquote, influencers actually pollute. I have a saying, it's like pollute the Internet by putting junk content, right? Like literally, right? It's like wasteful content. Now, what I respect about your Instagram content is that you don't actually waste your feed. <laughs> so like think of it that way, right? I know you're like laughing. It's true because too many people like waste their feed. That's like literally you're putting pollution into Instagram. I think the, the stuff you post on your feed are very considered and, and creative. Like I'll notice like, oh, Becky like shot this. I'm like, it's not just like a selfie, you know, in front of a pool. <laughs> um, so 
Can you actually like explain your even process behind, right? When you are doing paid content and posts, like what's the process? It's a very interesting question. Everything that I put out there is a representation of my point of view. And so I didn't really realize it until you said it, but I guess I take it seriously, especially if it's a paid post. I want the brand to know that if they hire me for something, I'm going to take it seriously and I'm going to produce something that is really great and something that they will be very proud of and hopefully repost themselves. Because I have such a specific point of view when it comes to SMV or when it comes to my own personal brand or Instagram. Well, okay, it's kind of a blessing and a curse what you just said. Well, you're saving the internet from wasteful content, so at least that's a positive. (laughs) I am definitely not flooding my feed with, with a bunch of stuff that is correct. But but being somebody who has I don't I actually am going to put this back on you because I actually don't think that I have a super curated Instagram. I think that it is a combination of easygoing photos and photos that are produced and that are professionally done. But I kind of like that contrast and I think that they both overall are a representation of what my visual aesthetic is. There are some people out there like your more traditional blogger where every photo is super produced. And I'm not a super, I'm not a fan of those kinds of Instagrams because I want to see what the person, I want to have some insight into what their personality really is, you know, and when the photos are all highly produced and curated, then they just kind of seem like a fake person or a robot or something. So I like to have a range, but I think also since COVID it's forced me to become more creative with jobs and with my Instagram, because in the beginning of COVID, it was funny is every single paid post was, you know, like me in my house and that became really dull when it comes to working with photographers or working with anybody really with COVID because I've been super careful is I only want to work with people that I can trust right now. Becky is one of those people and it's been really fun working with her during COVID. And we're both, we both put our, our creative minds together when we do work um, on a project together. So how do you balance if at all, right? Your personal brand versus or with Sammy Miro vintage SMV. And then do you have a specific path in mind over the next couple of years of like where you want to be? Yeah. Well, I've, always known that I want, although Sammy Mero Vintage has my name in it, I want it visually to be very separate from me. I never wanted to be a a brand or a person who started a, a label and then I'm like the face of it, I'm the model, and that's not my vision at all. Sammy Mero Vintage, at the end of the day, I see it as being much bigger, much grander than just me as a person. So if you look at the Instagram of Sammy Miro Vintage, you'll see me in it 5%, probably less than that, because it's more of my vision of the, the women out there, the people out there, and the overall acceptance of everybody else. My name being a part of it is is way more than enough that, that I need for that. And then my personal Instagram is, you know, all about 
me and what I'm up to. Curious to know, like, what's your then professional goal with SMB? So recently, we've had a lot of incredible change and growth in the business. And my team is growing and the business is becoming far more serious. It's a definitely a full time job. And it's really exciting the everything that we have planned right now. In COVID, we definitely made this big transition from focusing mostly on reworking vintage and dropping little collections here and there to now we have monthly drops and we have a whole bunch of collaborations that are going to be coming out uh, in the next year or so. And uh, the growth has been purposefully slow until about August of 2020. And so in terms of where I see the business is really, I think SMV does a great job of creating clothing and a movement that cares about the planet, but not having the clothes look that way, you know, having contemporary, interesting, unique clothes that I think the problem with a lot of like quote unquote sustainable brands out there is that they have this kind of like granola look to them and there's not much creativity put behind the designs. It's just, you know, like base, super basics, so hoodies, t-shirts, uh, blanks in a way, you know, with some screen printing or whatever on top of it. And I want to show the world that they can go hand in hand and you can lead with a circular fashion, but have it not like reek of that. Well, yeah, no, I mean, fashion at the end of the day, right? It's a statement, whether one admits it or not, when you put something on, right? And and no one wants, well, let me rephrase that. I think everybody wants to look and feel good in whatever they're wearing, you know? So I think it's important that, of course, the sustainability angle is a plus, but much like food, actually, right? You, just because if someone's vegan, but if it doesn't taste good, still not good food, right? And with fashion too, I think there's an element in which it's a, it's a tough balance, right? And I think that's why you probably stand out and there aren't too many brands who have cracked that code, so to speak, because the trend is still very early from a macro perspective, right? Just vintage related, albeit very popular. Um, but I think, yeah, there's a lot of room to to grow as an industry. And then I think, you know, you have a great runway ahead of you because, you know, you're obviously one of the people doing it well. Yeah. And I always encourage slowly every brand will inevitably have to incorporate some sustainable aspect into their business. And there's so many ways that brands can do that. So I always encourage everybody out there to to figure out how to add that into their into their business practices. But at the end of the day, I appreciate the fact that people also recognize that we've been doing this since the beginning and that we're not just following a trend. It really is the DNA of of SMV and uh, just working towards a better future for fashion and for the world. The 10-episode compilation is produced by Westwood Westwood and edited by Jason Stewart.